It's Tuesday, the 8th of May, and it's time to get your gaming grin on with the Game Grin Greencast. I'm your host Ace, and joining me is Girls of Girls. Ha- Hello. It's just us today. The others are, I, I don't know, I, I think they're partying without us. That's usually what happens. I, I don't know why they choose podcasting days to that, but anyway. Yeah, it's like, it's not that not that much that big of a commitment. Come on, do the podcast. I mean, you know when the podcast is, you can throw your parties a different time. Anyway, <laughs> what have you been playing this past couple of weeks? Goes or goes? I recently been trying to play Greedfall. That's uh, an RPG made by spiders, I hear. The spiders made it. Well, I thought they could only spin webs, but it seems they can code as well. Yeah, I think someone already made that joke. I think I think I think people made that joke a lot about the developer spiders. Spiders made that game, really, really. Was it the spider that was in my room? Oh shit! I killed a spider. What now? No more games. I don't know. No, they they were working on the DLC, so it's fine. Yeah, I I didn't really get far in the game. It's the kind of game that I like the aesthetic of. It's essentially about uh, going to a new world, discovering people discovered new world, and you're going there, and people fight each other. The religious people fight the natives and stuff like that. And I, I'm hoping I'll get my fill of classic Star Trek this way with like ethics and prime directive. Well, not prime directive, <laughs> but yeah, people fighting each other and basically tr- trying to resolve all those conflicts. Those old scientists. No? Joke from Lower Decks? No, I, I, I don't get it. As I like to call them, TOS. What do you mean TOS? Those old scientists. Because there were a lot of scientists back then. Kirk and Mackay, Spock. Who was Kirk a scientist? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't class him as a scientist either. He just punched. I mean... Most of his solutions did involve violence, whereas everyone else's were like, hey, maybe we could modulate the shields. And he was like, yeah, let's hit it. Yeah, I guess not not classic classic Star Trek, but more like TNG. That's, <laughs> the, that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm hoping for. Although there is fighting in the game, so, you know, I guess you can go full Kirk <laughs> if you want. You actually, one of the things you can do is if you need to go into a, like a part of a city that's controlled by a specific faction, you can put, you can get their clothes and put them on and you're disguised. Or you can just wear whatever and just kill everyone inside and lose reputation. <laughs> Although that's if you lose a reputation, I'm not sure that's that would be very Kirkish. 
Like you should be you should get rewarded by the end for beating everyone up. Yeah, Kirk had a very strong reputation by the end of the last movie, didn't he? I mean it, everything it, he did was good. Yeah, like violate the prime directive, whatever will reward you for that. Cause it turned out well in the end. All's well that ends in a promotion. Me, I have been playing and to my surprise enjoying The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not breaking embargo because we ain't agreed to any embargo. Call us, Nintendo. We've been trying to call you. <laughs> so I say much to my surprise because I really didn't enjoy Breath of the Wild. I tried for multiple hours to get into it and just enjoying the loop. And mm. it, it didn't give you enough to go on. It was like, yeah, now uh, do do something to these towers. Go on, have fun. And you're like, but, but how do I get to these towers? look with your binoculars i don't know okay i found them but i can't go there because it's in a cold area and if i go in the cold area i start to freeze to death it's like yeah so anyway that's tears of the kingdom actually tells you hey before you go into the cold area why don't you eat this this food that makes you resistant to cold well it doesn't actually tell you that it says eat something that's will uh, make you resistant to cold. It doesn't tell you what. It tells you that you can make it, and you just have to fumble around until you discover how to make it. It's, not, it's really mm. not that difficult. It's, it's uses what, it uses one ingredient. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good that it gives you a hint. Like, it, it, I, I played a lot of survival games at some point, and Oftentimes, it was a thing where you can make food that keeps you warm, and I would get used to that and like look out for that when that was uh, when cold was an obstacle in a game. But uh, for for a while, I would I wouldn't play games that have that, and I would I, I wouldn't think to look at my food to stay warm. So, yeah, the game giving you hints about that is, yeah. Because food doesn't keep you warm in real life. You think to put on some clothes or turn up, turn down the AC. Well, if I have this berry medley, then I can go into the desert for four minutes and three seconds. <laughs> After that, then I need to have another berry medley or, you know, get out of the heat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, on on the whole, I've I've played probably about twelve, maybe fifteen hours of it so far, and quite gotten into it. And if I've written an article, it's not up on the site yet. But if you listen to this and you're on the fence whether you should buy it or not, because you didn't really enjoy the first one, then borrow someone else's copy for a few hours, get out of the starting area and see how that feels because by the time I'd left the starting area I was like I am actually quite enjoying this rather than oh god, again the starting area itself actually feels better designed than the starting area in the first game 
Mm. It's, it's more contained, and as I say, it gives you it gives you better signposts. Yeah, I think that's like I I didn't play, play Breath of the Wild, but I often heard the uh, complaint that it's not very well structured, like it's too open. Oh yes, yeah, so open and empty, which uh, Kingdom again seems to have uh, have solved. So yeah, ov- overall, much more positive experience than Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild might as well have been a tech demo for this game because <laughs> mm. they've added uh, the the Sky Kingdom. It's just floating islands, and there's also uh, underground. I don't want to say sections because the one, at least the ones I've been in, was absolutely massive, so it might stretch across the entire of Hyrule. Oh, it's like underground in Skyrim, where all the little caves are connected, or at least that's how I remember the game. <laughs> they that are might be not. completely wrong. <laughs> no, I remember Skyrim a bit differently to you. They are not connected. Oh, I thought at least some of them are. Well, some of them may, it may be, because you got to go in one end so you can come out the other end through a, a hidden door, which only one side can open. Or maybe I played a mod. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> it's hard to remember if what you remember of Skyrim was the vanilla or the mods. Yeah, yeah. It all blends together. Another game I played was Redfall, which I figured we could make a, a bit of a main topic about. Mm. Because, well, the sheer state of AAA games recently, it's, it's not been great. And Redfall's the latest in a, what seems like a long line of games that have been, have been met with poor, a poor reception because they're just so buggy. Mm. One of my theories, or my main theory, was that it's down to Unreal Engine 4. For some reason, it was fine for development, but then they announced Unreal 5 and games started to go a bit wrong. We had Atomic Hearts, Gotham Knights, Redfall, I believe Gungrave Gore was, wasn't very well received, though that might have been the quality of the game itself. But the more I looked into it... We also had, in Unreal 4, Ghostwire Tokyo, Evil Dead the game, Moss Book 2, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Shadow Warrior 3, Sifu, Stray, and they weren't absolutely filled with bugs and had a, a Twitter apology posted the day after launch. Sorry for all the bugs, everyone. We're working on it. Oh, it's... I, I mean, I, I actually checked and Street Fighter 5 was in Unreal 4 and that game actually initially and probably still has some performance issues like I had problems running it and I would if I had to guess I would just say that the developers didn't have much experience with Unreal Engine 4 because yeah Capcom usually uses their own engines. It used to be Empty Framework. Now it's Empty Framework was updated to RE Engine, I think. That's what it's called. 
And yeah, I think Street Fighter V definitely stands out in case of, like, in terms of performance issues. If they used the engine for more games beforehand, that probably wouldn't be an issue, but... Well, I suppose that we can get much uh, conversation out of this with just the two of us, but Unreal Engine 4 was really my main idea, as I said. Um, as I was playing Redfall, as I mentioned, the uh, idea came to me that... Well, how much do you remember of Dishonored, if you played it? I I, I played a bit of it. And the the thing that I remember the most is that enemies could walk through each other and like attack you together by standing one uh, one behind the other, and they would both <laughs> hit you. So, so that's that's the thing I remember. But I think except for that, the game was running fine. I don't know what's what's your memories with that. I I, well, I, I I didn't play very much of it. I played until you like left your own devices in a pub or something. Mm-hmm. Or the, the pub's a safe house or something. But I was trying to remember the design of Dunwell. Like I, I know it was um, designed for to run on PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So I'm not um, altogether sure how open the city was. Like, did you have to um, go? Uh, through certain things like uh, like were there gates into other sections of the city that sort of thing i i think it was like mission based and you just had specific parts of the city in a level that's what i thought because prey another arcane studios game massive space station but you had to use an elevator to get to certain levels like you can go from the lowest level to the highest level without using this elevator. And it hit me that Redfall is a big, wide-open city. Mm. So are some of these issues being caused by how open a world is? Atomic Heart is is kind of open world, isn't it? Uh, Gotham Knights is open world, Redfall... As I said, open world. The the other most of the other games, the good games on the list, apart from Ghostwire Tokyo and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, aren't open world. So I wonder if there's something in a recent version of Unreal Engine Four that's broken as far as uh, open world uh, designs go. It's, it's affecting open world games more. I I think it may be that uh, I I don't know that the whole map shouldn't be loaded up all the time, and maybe that's that's the issue that it wasn't optimized to like I don't know load up load up only the section that you're in, right? Because I mean in general. In open world games, you you wouldn't have the whole map and every single enemy and every single item loaded up at once. You would just have a, uh, essentially a flag uh, in the memory that 
that enemy is alive and that collectible wasn't picked up. But yeah, the map would only lo actually load up those objects for you to see and interactive interact with when you would get close. Right, so you're suggesting perhaps these games are loading things incorrectly. I've been I was sent a screenshot the other day from Redfall of a like a vent, an air conditioning unit or something on a roof, and all of like the rivets are there, but none of the panels are there. So it's just it's just these rivets and some bars hanging in midair with a piece attached to the top. Yeah, that that might be an issue that the objects aren't loading and unloading correctly. I wonder if like a uh if you had like a dedicated server for for a game like when you play a survival game where you need to have the whole world loaded in, then the game might yeah, work better because the server would handle the status of all different objects and you would be essentially a client and you would have the con you would have control over your character that makes me wonder cuz redfall is a, a co-op game when mm -hmm. people join you who who's loading the map who's running whose machine is running that is uh, are both of you using it i know that if both of you open the same crate you get different stuff out of it mm -hmm. but that that's not the same thing as say all these these vents that should be loading in and out it actually makes you wonder if the issue with redfall is that the studio didn't have that much experience with multiplayer because I guess uh, was it Deathloop the last game? Uh, in that, in that you would just if you you would invade the other player and yeah would just you would just take control of a character, but there wasn't looting and stuff like that involved. Yeah, honestly, I've forgotten about Deathloop. <laughs> Never got around to playing it. Um, but yeah, the Redfall should, in theory, have been designed from the ground up as a co-op game because that's what they were going for. And then they decided really late in development, hey, people don't like the fact that it's always online because it's a drop-in, drop-out co-op game. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to try and remove this always online thing if you're playing solo. That can't have helped the the quality of development is <laughs> yes, uh, from the little from little experience I had making uh, a, an online game or a multiplayer game is that it gets more complicated the more objects need to be on the network so yeah items you pick up or items you interact with like for an enemy you could an enemy's uh, status could be just whether he's alive or dead so you kill him and for the other player he disappears he dies 
but yeah, you might might want to track his health or where he's located, stuff like that. So I I didn't play the Redfall myself, but the yeah, if you look at how many items would how how many things would be affected on another person's screen when you interact with it, that could be also be a clue what what's wrong with the game at the moment. I mean, maybe the fastest way to find out would be if someone hacked the game and tried to run it offline. <laughs> or I guess tutorial might be offline. So like direct comparison between how the tutorial runs and how the rest of the games rest of the game with other players run. Actually actually recently I think there was some game that uh, basically all of the game is online. Even if you play solo you'll be people will be able to join you. It will be on the network when you play solo without a group. And uh tutorial would actually be offline so it there was uh, slight differences between how the two would run like some things would be possible in the tutorial and then not possible during the the rest of the game right but yeah i actually when someone uh, mentioned to me that uh the problem might be Unreal 5. I actually looked at Arcane's games and in the past I think their uh, all of the engines they used were based on CryEngine maybe. Oh. Uh no, uh, Dishonored was Unreal 3. Oh, what was it? So I imagine most of the games after that were Unreal 3 until they switched to Unreal 4. So it's not like they don't have experience with Unreal Engine 4. Or Unreal Engine um, in general. Well, Wikipedia says that uh, Prey was CryEngine. And they also developed their own engine called Void Engine. So that's yeah, at least two different ones. Okay, so Redfall was created by Arcane Austin. Prey was also Arcane Austin. And I absolutely love Prey, so... Yeah. I always thought Prey was like... Prey, not Prey. Arcane was like a European studio. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they're they're based in France. Oh. But... but, um, Arcane Austin obviously isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, Arcane Leon and Arcane Austin. Hmm. So while Arcane as an entity have um, have experience, had experience with some co-op with Deathloop, that was Arcane Leon. And as I said, this is Arcane... Redfall was Arcane... Austin, so maybe they didn't have experience. Uh, In addition to developing with third-party game engines such as CryEngine for Prey, the studio has also developed their own Void engine based on a heavily modified version of the ID Tech 5 engine, which they use for Dishonored 2 and Deathloop. Ah. 
going to Dishonored 2's art director Sebastien Miton. Void uses about 20% of ID Tech 5, the rest rewritten to have larger and denser maps. That That is irrelevant. <laughs> so maybe they don't have much experience with uh, Unreal 4. Yeah, I mean, at some point, the development studio would get so large that you need to actually look at specific people that worked on a title to, like, accurately, well, more, slightly more accurately uh, gauge what their experience is. Right. Yeah, it looks like this Redfall is their first Unreal 4 game, so... I go back to what I was saying before. <laughs> I blame the engine. Don't don't play. Don't blame the player. Blame the engine. Don't blame the individual people at the studio. Blame the studio as a whole, because when you track down people on Twitter and send death threats and stuff, that's just shitty. Don't do that. Saying that's a par- well, one member of the team who worked on the game uh, came out saying that. Their own, um, their own peers, so people at other studios, have, have been like laughing about how badly Redfall's doing and how it's so buggy. It's like, why, why would you react that way to someone who is in the same field as you? Like, you're not competing directly with this person or with this game. Especially if you don't have a game out at the same time. Mm. It, it seems it, to me. It seems like like the toxicity that you would get from gamers just spread. Well, I perhaps they worked at Blizzard before. Amazing frog question mark is on sale. According to an email I got from Steam, I don't remember putting it on my wish list. Okay. Amazing Frog is the original open-world buffet of bonkers physics sandbox. That'll be why it's on my wish list. I do love physics um, for up to four players. Oh, is that made by Arcane? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just something I noticed. Actually, if you like physics-based game, then you know, Arcane made one of the greatest physics-based game Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Did you ever play that? I did not. That's I. I have heard that it's uh, that it was well received. Yeah, I. I think it has problems, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I own it since 2017, <laughs> and I haven't played it. Yeah, they do enc- encourage you to like use uh, environment and physics to defeat enemies, like kick them off the off the ledge or drop something on them. Actually, it's in Source Engine, so yeah, that yeah, I noticed that. That makes a lot of sense that they took advantage of the physics. Well, speaking of kicking people off of things, um, uh, one of the another one of the games I played. Was uh, this? I played it yesterday. Was Shadow Warrior Three? 
I played a bit of first Shadow Warrior, didn't really get into it. Skipped Shadow Warrior 2. Shadow Warrior 3 was on Game Pass, so I downloaded it. One of the things that you'll find around the level is just walls of spikes here and there. And you can just shove enemies onto the walls of spikes. It's quite fun. And, of course, kick them off of all the lots and lots and lots of cliffs you are near all the time, it seems. Yeah, I can't remember, but I, I, I'm, I'm gonna guess that Walls of Spikes was also a thing in Dark Messiah, because, yeah, that's <laughs> that's an an easy, like an easy idea when you want to take advantage of kicking people. Well, on a on a related note, another older game um, came out in June twenty 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 thirteen, so. It's almost 10 years old. Gunpoint. You're a private detective or something. And you have to break into all these offices and kick doors open and kick people through doors and out of windows. <laughs> I do like a game where you can kick someone out a window. Suspicious Developments is the, the developer of that, as well as Heat, uh, what is it? Heat Signature which is set in space, and you can kick people out of windows, and then a force field goes up, so you can kick people through the force field. Okay. Okay. Uh, as I say, I like a game where you can kick people out of windows. They're working on a game, Tactical Breach Wizards, which is more an XCOM-style game. You can't kick people through windows. <laughs> there was some game... Uh... Like last year on or the year before, there was a trailer for it that uh, was during one uh, during one of the events that we covered, and there was a lot of kicking, different kinds of kicking. Like it was a first-person shooter with different kinds of kicking. Like you could drop on someone and kick them to get bounced up or something. I wish I remember what what that game's name was, because... Yeah. I don't recall that one. It was, like, visually it wasn't very remarkable. It was uh, more of a straight uh, action game, like an action movie with... Uh, yeah, set in like a contemporary contemporary setting, uh, and yeah, you would just shoot people. If people would shoot at you, but you could also do this crazy stuff. It was probably called Gun Something. <laughs> right, I've reached the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me, Goza Goes. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening and subscribing to the Greencast. Your support means a lot. If you want to hear more from us, listen to our anime podcast, The Pals Anime Lounge. And of course, check out our writings on GameGrin.com. And until next time, game on. <laughs>